Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 78 of the Hardly Millennial Podcast, where we are young, dumb, and full of... We're full of opinions, man. Opinions, guys. We are full of opinions. As always, your two favorite hosts with you. My name is Adam. Well, I hope we're your favorite. I'm Matthew Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> we, we fucking better be, you know. Uh, and welcome, welcome. So, right off the bat, I'll tell you guys, I'm tired. I am. It's just one of those days. I'm groggy. I'm tired. You're tired? You sound a little tired, bro. I do sound a little tired. I feel a little tired. Um, you know, it's funny that you're a little tired because it's not that I'm tired today, mm-hmm. but I'm cranky. Because I don't have any coffee. I know. I'm so sorry, man. It, um, the thing is, I just don't have convenient access to coffee. Mm-hmm. I could go buy coffee. Yeah. Um, but I can't make it. I don't have cream. Oh. So it's so, a hard life. This is the Adam and Matthew. You two are you two. You are all getting today. All two of you. All two of us today. <laughs> Something you've never gotten before. <laughs> so without further ado, let's just fucking let's, let's do, do this. What uh, one, one thing I wanted to mention, just because I don't think we, I think we talked about it a little bit in person, but I don't think we ever talked about it on the podcast, and that is that Joe Biden announced that he was running for president. Oh, yeah, Uncle Joe. He's yeah. going to run. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know a lot about him. I, I don't either. <laughs> he was he was the vice yeah. for, uh, for Obama, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that's about as much as I know about him. Yeah, it's... he's got a little touchy feely with a few folk. Yeah, that's definitely the controversy he's a right smidgen now. Inappropriate in some social environments. I think it's kind of funny that he decided to announce that he was running amidst these like this controversy against him with him being like he's like, well, my name's out there. People. Fuck it, let's just run for president. Yeah, you know, and and what was I think you were the one telling me the other day that his campaign already has like millions and millions of I've dollars got like i don't know if it was 16 or 60 or something it was it was some crazy amount of millions of dollars in like 24 hours yeah i got donated to it so i think it's safe to yeah. say it's going to be biden and trump <laughs> well there's a, there's an outcry for bernie again although all the youngsters yeah. are are shooting for the bernie did bernie announce that he was was that something he announced he was doing i can't remember did he announce he was gonna run i I don't know for sure, but it sure seems that he's going to be running in the primary. I'm actually curious if he is. He's. Uh, I just don't know how I feel about that, though. He's... I saw an article that there was a group of people. Uh-huh. It made it sound like all millennials are doing this, but it's not. It, it It's a group of people who went and got the Bernie Sanders logo 2020 mm. tattooed on their face. Uh, really? Yeah, they tattooed it on their face oh, to God. show like support. I remember. I don't know if it's true. I didn't read the article, but I saw it. I remember seeing um, there was like a but there was like a slew of pictures that revolved around the internet uh, soon after the 2016 elections of people who had these like Hillary Clinton tattoos, like oh. but like saying like Hillary 2016 or like our new president, something like that, like implying that she was already the president, uh-huh. and then like obviously she did not get elected, and I was just like, oh, oh. you poor sad saps, like yeah, you have to change it to something else. Yeah, it's like I don't know if you would, I would go that far, but uh, I I I think Bernie's running for at least for the for the Democrat. He's yeah, trying to that's... get that spot. That's what I'm seeing. So, so that would mean far. he'd be going against Biden at first, yeah, to try to get picked, and then whooever wins that would go against Trump. Because mm-hmm. oh, Trump is, definitely yeah. got picked. He's obviously, yeah, yeah. The, what do they call that? The incumbent, the one Something who is like that, uh, yeah. fighting to keep the position. Mm-hmm. I think that's the. That might be the person who's trying to take the position. I'm not sure. But he's he is definitely. I just pulled up an article here, and he he is definitely running. Uh, he, he Bernie is, is. He's 77 years old, man. Yeah. Damn. That's fine. He's ornery. He's okay. He'll live. That's so funny because I think Trump's only like a couple years younger than him, but Bernie just looks like he's so much older. <laughs> I think they might be. I think Trump might be 77 also. Think they might be the same age. Oh, Google that real quick. Get your phone in your hand. Yeah, touche. I want to say Trump is 77, but he might be a little, a little younger. Yeah, he might be a little. see here. Shooting a little high on that. Trump age. 
72. 72. Okay, 72. A, little, a little younger. Yeah, a little, a little younger. younger. Hey, much, every though. year matters when you get to 70. Yes. You know? <laughs> or maybe it doesn't matter as much. When you just hit 70 and you're like, all right, well, I'm 70 plus now. It's like saying like, <laughs> there's a big difference between 100 degrees outside uh-huh. and 110 degrees outside. Yeah. Right? We know that living in the desert. Yeah. Well, there's a big difference between 72 and 77 yeah you know what i mean it's like that like they're a close number but there's a big difference yeah that's true (laughs) you're very you're very right (laughs) no it's it's gonna be an interesting race you know i was into bernie sanders in um what was it 16 i was too did he run was that when he ran Yeah, 16 16. right yeah 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 um i was into him I liked him too. So, I was so did Justin. Actually. At first. Yeah. I liked the idea of getting a lot of stuff for free. I was <laughs> down course. with that. That sounded wonderful. Um, but then upon further research, yeah, it comes to find out that it's not actually free. Someone ends up paying for it. Yes, of course. And um, at that point... I had to cool off the burn a little bit because <laughs> I was like, oh, it's not a magical land of free money. Well, what okay. what, what first drew me to Bernie Sanders when he started running in 2016 was it, it was literally one interview I saw with him that like drew me to him. And that was because he wasn't talking about he wasn't using the terms like democratic socialists at this time or even socialism in general at this time. Yeah. But all he was talking about was he goes, hey. Let's look at all these countries who are number one in these different things mm-hmm. and just copy what they're doing. And one and the examples you just happen to be using a lot were different uh, policies and things in different not totally socialist nations, but more socialist than we are. Yeah, Yeah. a lot of Scandinavian ones. Yeah. So, like, he was referring to, like, Finland, who's number one in education, you know, and saying, oh, we should do, like, what they're doing. And I was really into that idea. I was like, yeah. A lot of those countries are the highest happiness in the world, too. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. funny how that works, huh? But I was... But those are the things that drew me to him, because I was like, yeah, let's just... We already have these systems that other people have figured out that work, and at least those, like, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Those categories. Right. So let's, you know, copy those. But then, you know, and I was pretty on board with him throughout the campaign, but then there were there were just things that were like, okay, like – we we need to rethink this. Like the one of the first things he did that really bothered me was he was giving a speech somewhere and there were people who were protesting that I think it was Black Lives Matter at the time. Yeah, I think that and, was chic at the time. Yeah, and they just let and the, he just let these like three women like basically overtake his uh podium to talk about Black Lives Matter and he basically just stepped aside and let them. Oh, I'm like a little weird. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, okay, like I, I would, I would like a president to be a little bit more like, well, this is my platform right now. Yeah, you know, maybe I'll give you some time after I'm done, you know, but not just like, oh, well, they're up here already. I'll just, there you go, ladies. Well, maybe he needed a break. He's probably tired. <laughs> well, there's another reason why he should probably be the president. I mean, whoever's gonna run against Daddy T, they're gonna need to. Um, they need to be on their A game. Yeah. That's for sure. He's going to try to eat them alive. I mean, I guess if anybody at this point who's currently in this race has a chance of doing it, it's Joe Biden. You know, I mean, Elizabeth Warren's certainly not going to fucking do it. Um, he, I agree that she probably wouldn't beat Donald mm-hmm. Trump. Um, not that she wouldn't be a better leader, but I don't think that she has the name to beat Trump. Right. I think the Democrats already threw out the best name they had. Yeah. They already did Clinton. And I mean, she won. <laughs> she won by four million votes. Popular That's a vote, shit sure. ton. And she still lost. So if Clinton can't beat Trump, the name Clinton can't, then I I don't know of many other better known names mm-hmm. you know what i mean like on average if you go out on the streets of any city and ask people do you know the name joe biden do mm-hmm. you know the name elizabeth warren do you know the name hillary clinton i would venture to believe that most people would say they knew the name hillary clinton right that'd probably be the highest percent probably yeah so i mean platforms definitely are part of winning a presidency 
right? That's what it's supposed to be about. But right. popularity is what ultimately has you win or lose, well, right? Well, well, true. But I mean, when when you start running for president, and in this case, if what I think is going to happen is going to happen, and I really do think it is, where Joe Biden's going to be, you know, the the main Democratic guy to run against Trump, right? Like, well, I mean, he's people are going to learn about him real quick. And I think people hate Trump enough to where like Biden would be the best chance because he does have a big name associated with him. And that's Obama. And the thing with Obama, as far as popularity goes, nobody knew who the fuck Obama was before he started running for president. Nobody knew who he was before he ran. No, and that's my point, but he still ran and he still became super popular. And that was one of the most popular presidents, you know, probably within the last 50 years. Yeah. But his actual presidency, the, mm-hmm. the things that he enacted and the choices he made were not incredibly popular during his presidency. True. I remember his presidency. He got right. a lot of slack or a lot of, you know, flack, kick yeah. flack um, very often. It was it was a constant struggle, his True. presidency. But there was also a great percentage of people who loved Obama, no matter what he did, too. So I think you're going to see a lot of that I think you have the same thing with Trump, the, too, though. Yeah. You have, Trump is very... From what I've seen, just the little bit that I get out, it's it's very one side or the other. Mm-hmm. Either his his supporters love him and he can do no wrong, mm-hmm. you know, virtually no wrong, or people just hate him purely off principle. Yeah, and just will never be a follower of him no matter what he does. Yeah. So, I would think you know I hate to get super political, but I guess we're <laughs> going for it here. I would think that the Democrats in the next election are going to get a good amount. Mm-hmm. of votes just right off the bat just people who vote against trump no matter who is running against him right, right? there's going to be those the republicans are going to get a handful of people who are going to vote for trump no matter who goes against him right and it's going to be up to hopefully those are both very small percentages those <laughs> yeah. two parties are very small and everyone in the middle makes up the difference right is hopefully what will happen right mm-hmm. I mean, as of right now, if the election was tomorrow, uh-huh. I, I would think that Trump would win Yeah, against any of these names. Uh, I, I would have really liked to see, um, who was it, Schultz, the, the Starbucks guy, run for president. Oh, yeah, I know you're talking Mark about. Mark Schultz? Howard Schultz? Like that, yeah. I don't know. Um, the original CEO of Starbucks. Yeah. Um, every, every time there's an election, it always kind of... There's always a little bit of anticipation, like, will he run? You know, he's never really expressed a lot of interest in running. But well, you know, it's funny because that was the same thing with Trump for years. You know, there's always like, oh, maybe. Dude, if you look back year. though, there's some documentaries. Well, there's mm-hmm. a lot of documentaries about Trump nowadays, yeah. but there's some that you can find even on just YouTube. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know about Netflix, but on YouTube, there's some, and it just shows different interviews with Trump as when he was younger up until all through his career. Yeah, I know exactly and, what you're talking about. I mean, it might just be picking out details yeah. over time. You know, you could find anything you look hard enough for. Mm-hmm. But it certainly can be construed in a way that it shows he was planning to run for presidency since he was a very young man. Oh, yeah. Well, what I gather from those different kind of interviews and stuff that you're talking about is and it's super ironic because it seems like there was a time when – people wanted him to run you know people were seeing what he was doing to new york because he cleaned up a lot of new york regardless of how he did it the fact is he did it and that's what people noticed at the time and because i remember there was a particular interview i saw of him that was super ironic to me because he was uh he was on oprah Okay. And Oprah like asked him like, "So you plan on running for president?" And the crowd, Oprah's crowd, just, <sighs> you know, just like <laughs> just going crazy, crazy, you right? know. And he's just sitting there smirking, waiting for everyone to be quiet. And you know, and he said like, "No, I don't have any plans to do that." But he did say in an interview, he goes, "But if I ran, he goes, I would probably run Republican," and. I can't remember what the reason he gave, but it was basically like an insult to Republicans, like because Republicans are stupid or, Which, or some shit like that. When he finally came the day that he ran mm-hmm. up until the last minute, Adam, do you remember? He was he damn near ran as an independent yeah, because he didn't even care about running for the mm-hmm. Republicans. And they didn't want him at first. <laughs> no. Until they saw him kicking ass in the primaries. <laughs> yep. Um, so, yeah, he he's a, he's a weird 
creature, man. He holds <laughs> true to the things that he says. Yeah. It's just you don't always agree with the things that he says. He's one of those he's, – he's like – I'm try- I was trying to think of the term, but there's a name for characters like this in a movie. Like, the, the, there are characters that stay the same the entire time and everything happens around them. Yeah. Like, that's the, uh, like the big Lebowski. That's what that's kind of is. Like the like know? a mafia Don. Yeah. You know, you he's know? always very controlled and not to equate him to a mafia Don. No, no, that's no, probably no. A, a bad but thing. But just in the sense of just as In the said, sense of the like, character and the composure. Like, and, everything uh, has remained the same and just people's opinion about him just keep drastically yeah. changing. They're all just different opinions yeah. and different situations. He uses the same techniques on all of them. Yeah, and he keeps winning. The dude's super consistent, man. I don't always agree with him, but he is super consistent. Yeah, I mean, he's going, there was uh, somebody I listened to, some journalist I listened to an interview once, and he goes, it's so funny with Trump because he's going to go down in history as the most hated president who ended up doing the most during his presidency, you know, just because that's something we always run into. And I think that's why a lot of people voted for him is because we have a lot of presidents in the past, you know, Obama, Bush, all the Bushes. They, you know, they're they all under the category of, you know, I'm going to do this when I'm president. I'm going to do this. And then they end up doing one or two of those things in eight years. Right. You know, and how much has Trump done? And who do you three. think is the most beloved president from like our lifetime? From our lifetime? Like in the last like 20 or 30 years. Probably Clinton, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton, right? I mean, I was too young to remember him, but he was president when I was younger. I was born um, almost the day that he was inaugurated. Oh, really? Almost. <laughs> very within days of it. So the beginning of his presidency was the beginning of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously I don't remember it, mm-hmm. but you hear a lot of great stories about the days of Clinton. Yeah. Um, I do hear a lot of shit talking too. A lot of people who didn't like things that he did and mm-hmm. more of his personal character. Mm-hmm. But when you talk about his presidency, it's regarded as being pretty positive for the yeah, whole country. That is true. Uh, I I definitely have heard people talk. I, I mean, even my own parents who are pretty conservative and, you know, they've even said, yeah, the economy was great. Like he definitely did fix yeah. the economy. That is for sure. It's always character flaws that you hear about with yeah him. they're always upset about like his personality and it's it's kind of funny too when you equate how we responded to certain instance incidences that happened during clinton's presidency and then how we've responded to like trump's presidency because clinton it was just an accusation that he was getting blowjobs underneath you know the table in the oval office and it turned into right. this big thing and all of a sudden people just wanted him impeached you know and then Trump... Well, he got we, brought to trial. What, right. He but, found innocent. But regardless, though, it still went to that point yeah. to where he got impeached. To where Trump, you know, there's all these things that have come out of like, oh, he's done this. And he said, grab her by the pussy. And he said this and everything. And it's just like, all right, well, there you go. We're good. We're already used to this now. Well, he didn't grab any pussies while he was president. That's true. So it's there not an know. issue. It would have been an issue during election time, and mm-hmm. he said, yeah, I did it, and people still voted for him anyway. Yeah. So the issue's gone there. <laughs> the pussy thing doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Um, if he if he grabs someone's genitalia while he's the president, uh-huh. then that would be a whole different issue that mm-hmm. now we would have to address. Yes. <laughs> uh, the whole issue with Bill Clinton was that he, it's not that he got a blowjob in college. He got a blowjob while he was the president. While he was the president. That's what the problem was. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, you know. But everyone nowadays, all the Trump supporters always say, you got to... You got to listen to the words and not the wording, right? Yeah. You got to don't don't judge his character, judge his actions. Yeah. Well, do the same thing for Bill Clinton then. Yeah. Judge his actions. The economy was great at the time. It led to a huge almost 15 year long war after him, <laughs> but during him it was great. Yeah. So, judge the actions, not the words, right? Yeah. I mean, it's I guess just what it comes down to. I don't know. Well, we'll see what happens. You know, we we will definitely see what happens. So, not to like politics. Dr- politics. <laughs> so, not to drastically change gears here, but I'm going to drastically change gears here. Okay, let's do it. And uh, it was this article that I was reading, and it was really interesting. And it was posted by. Uh, it's about space, so it was posted in, like the science section of the news here, and it goes. Okay. 
The title is Universe is Younger and Expanding Faster Than Thought, New Study Finds. And I was reading through it, and I'll read some little quotes here, but I'll paraphrase most of it. And we basically found out that the universe is expanding 9% faster than we originally thought could have originated during the time of the Big Bang. Right. And at face value, it's like, okay, well, it was already going astronomically fast, so it's now it's going a little faster. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, because of how fast it's going now, we've been basing everything we think we know about the beginning of the universe off of the current speed that we right. thought the universe was expanding. The speed has to do with time. Yes. Yes. So now that we know it's going 9% faster, there are people who are going, uh, like one person said, either one, we're making mistakes we can't find yet, or two, nature has something we can't find yet. So there are literally scientists, Nobel Peace Prize winners, who are coming out and being like, like the... Like if if we figure this out, it, it might change quite a few things in, that we know about physics and put it on its head. So when there's a bomb blast, uh-huh. I don't know if you know the answer to this, but I'm just trying to piece this through in my head because I'm uh-huh. thinking of the Big Bang like a bomb blast, uh-huh. right? So when a bomb explodes, the shock wave, is it at max energy when it comes out of the explosion? Like the very beginning of that shock wave, is that mm-hmm. max energy or do, can it, is it like a rubber band? Does it go more, 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 more? And I'm spreading my hands out as I do this. Does it go like <laughs> more, 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 and then start to cool off and go less, 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 and then rebound back? Like, so my whole point is that maybe the initial explosion is still going off. Like, we're, maybe we're that young still. Well, th- that's that's definitely what they think is happening. And that's, that's why what it's still th- speeding that, up. Like, it's not they... going to speed up forever. Eventually, it will slow down, and then it... In theory, well, it would start to retract. It would start to come back on itself. In theory, if it is like a rubber band. Right. You know? Um, I'm not not sure in regards to, like, what they think the nature of the actual explosion is. I know information in regards to, like, how they think the Big Bang happened, and that was just, you know, basically all matter and mass to one point. And then in a – I believe they said in, like, a – in a millionth of a petosecond, uh-huh. like the universe exploded. So it took less, less than less than a second to explode. Right, but in that millionth of sense. a pentosecond, uh-huh. is it in that moment, is it going as fast as it'll ever go? Or will it still gain a little speed for the next so many billion years and then start to slow down? Like, I, th- I think when a bomb goes off, it takes a few nanoseconds. Right? It takes a little bit of time for Uh the wave to gain the speed right i think i i think it's different in space as compared to like a bomb down here now if a bomb was in if a bomb went off in space i think it would behave the same way as like this big bang is because i think the reason why that happens down here on earth when a bomb goes off is because you have friction that's holding things back or holding things together Whereas space, it's just nothingness. It's a vacuum, so there's there's nothing to stop it. There's nothing to like. Can a bomb like... go off in space? I don't think a oh, bomb yeah. can go off in space. A bomb can go off in space. For well, it's sure. in a vacuum. It's in a vacuum. It it wouldn't look the same as like down it wouldn't here, explode. but there there would still be it. There would be, but it would just be like it'd be like, almost like very quick, and then all you'd see is almost kind of like a small supernova-esque looking thing. So you'd see kind of the colors of the gases if you're able to shine light on it. But So what if you were in outer space floating mm-hmm. in a spacesuit, and one foot away from you, a, a grenade exploded? Uh-huh. And there's no shrapnel in the grenade. We're just assuming that it's just a shockwave grenade. Uh-huh. Will it fuck you up the same way it will on Earth? Maybe no. not. Maybe not the same. way. I don't way, think you would feel anything. But no, you would. You would definitely feel the shockwave. The shockwave would fuck you. You up. still get the shockwave. The shockwave would fuck you. So up. it can move through the, the dark matter, whatever that is. Oh yeah. It still acts as a medium. It still acts as something for the shockwave to go through. Yeah, I believe okay. so. Really? So when stars explode, do they cause earthquakes on planets? Um, it's not that no. they, they don't cause earthquakes on planets, but they do cause, well, well, kind of, you can look at 
like flares from supernovas and stuff is kind of like the shock wave. So like the well, I mean that would be like the light and the radiation. So that's different yeah. wavelengths of light that move. Right, but that would be kind of like what it equates to. We know well sound waves move in space. We know that because uh-huh. you can talk from a spacecraft to the planet. Yes. So you can use radio waves in space. It, Google it. Are, is that what you're I doing now? Because yeah, now I'm really to. fascinated. Because yeah, we probably sound myself. like fucking morons right now. There are probably people the past five minutes who are like, just fucking look it up. Look it up. I'm, I'm wondering. I, I got to imagine that it would still do something, but it can't be the same thing. I feel like all you get is the shockwave. Let's see. Uh, this is the first thing that pops up at the top page of Google. It goes, in the vacuum of space, the lack of air means the principal destructive effects come not from the blast, but instead from the particles and radiation pouring out of the bomb, which dump their energy as heat on the striking target. So, yeah, like the, the flares are kind of like the equivalent. So there like isn't the shock wave. There isn't the, the actual wave. Nothing would tear you apart, mm-hmm. but the pieces, the fragments of the grenade, what actually made the bomb, that would tear into pieces, and those pieces would start to move towards you at whatever speed is equal to the energy that was put out from the blast. Yes, and so that would, the shrapnel could fuck you up. Yeah, and then somebody had also asked the question specifically: What happens if a nuclear bomb goes off in space? A lot of radiation, I bet. They go: If a nuclear weapon is exploded in a vacuum, i.e., in space, the complexion of weapon effects changes drastically. First, in the absence of an atmosphere, blast disappears completely. So you're right on so that So there's front. no and then, boom part. Second, thermal radiation, as usually defined, also disappears. Oh, interesting. So then what happens? Just nothing happens then? I feel like something has to happen. I mean, you're splitting an atom. Uh, let's see. Well, I think there would still be radiation put out. Yeah. But and you I, would still have the shrapnel moving very quickly. Yes. But the actual blast gets sucked into the vacuum of space. Yeah, it would just be like nothing. So there's another thing where there's a certain size blast you can make on Earth, Uh and then it won't destroy any more stuff. You can make a bigger bomb, but you can't get a bigger blast because it literally leaves the atmosphere and it gets sucked out into space. Mm -hmm. So a bigger bomb will just get sucked out. It won't make any... There's a limit. Right. So I imagine that suction, if it's totally in space, it just does nothing. Yeah. So you just have the light, the radiation, and the shrapnel. Yeah, that's what it looks like. There'd be no sound. You wouldn't hear anything. I'm reading ears. I'm reading this uh, part of this peer review about the subjects. Maybe you would. What? If a bomb went off next to you in space, would you hear it? If you could live in the vacuum and have your ears exposed, would your ears pick up the blast? No. I think maybe for a second. I feel like maybe you'd hear... Like, oh, maybe not. Maybe it'd be too small. Because I remember we picked up the noise of black holes colliding and it just sounded yeah, like a water bottle. Yeah, but that's because it's like... But, th- but that's what I mean, though. With unfathomably how... enormous. But that's what I mean. Even though it was unfathomably enormous, the noise was literally like... It was, yeah, it was nothing. <laughs> that's what it sounded like. But uh, so I Because think... you could be right next to someone and scream on the top of your lungs. And yeah. in theory, they would not and hear And they would not hear you it. at all. So... So you probably wouldn't hear it at all, honestly, then. It's probably too small. Wow. So the atmosphere is what gives all the power to bombs, dude. Yes. That's crazy. It's oxygen. That's what oxygen burns. That's what it is, man. I mean, this is all pretty simple science, but it's blowing my mind. I never really stopped to well, think about it was, it was Well, just as you said, I never stopped to think about, you know, if a bomb goes off in space. You know? So you could not hold a bomb and explode it. No, you But not. assuming you had a shield that could block the shrapnel. Uh-huh. A bomb could be a foot away from you in space, and it won't tear you apart. I don't know. That shrapnel's going pretty fast. You better have, a, you better have Captain the, America's the, fucking shield. But the actual <laughs> blast wouldn't tear your limbs off. But yeah, no, like the, the no. Act, death would not be from the blast. Death would be from radiation or whatever. You'd probably be blind from out. all the blind, light. Yeah. Interesting. That is very, very mm-hmm. cool to my brain. It looks like, it looks like radiation in space will actually it'll be stronger at first and then it disappears so like you'll get much quicker it dissipates much quicker but you'll get Uh, like a big whiff of it like at first interesting yeah that's weird that's interesting i never like thought about that but yeah 
But anyways, in re- in regards to the universe expanding b- because of just those things we just discussed right there and with how fast the universe, we now know the universe is expanding, they think it's just going to change a whole bunch of shit, which is exciting because that means that if we figure out what it is that we're missing, then we're going to discover a lot of new shit also. You know what's interesting is that nature uh-huh. and like even apart from our planet, but like reality never has a glitch like if you're expanding this quickly this Mm -hmm. fast you're expanding faster than the speed of light because Mm -hmm. there is a an observable universe right so that means at a certain point it's it's going away from you faster than the light's coming towards you so you can't physically see it anymore so that means we're expanding faster than the speed of light right and if there truly is just white, just just blank, there is no information on the mm-hmm. other side of the wall of reality, right? Mm-hmm. And this dark matter is coming into existence, and that is information being created, yeah. and that's propelling the edge further, right? That's what we think is going on. Yeah. That's a fucking metric shit ton of information <laughs> that's being created every second mm-hmm. in every different direction that you can possibly fathom. Right. All of that information is coming into existence. And none of it glitches out. None of it gets fucked up. There's not a warp anywhere. There's not a square planet anywhere. There's not a... Uh, Well... Really? I wouldn't... Because I think it's... You're looking at it in terms of like... It's expanding out and everything, but everything that's already in the universe is in the universe. We're just all spreading very far apart from each other. But because we're in such early stages, everything, you know, on an astronomical scale is still relatively close to each other. So we're able to observe everything. One thing that I did learn. But all the space that's in the that's going to be in the universe is not already in the universe. Right. But I but I look at it in like, for example, if I'm opening a Photoshop project, right? Uh And I need to, and I have a white background here and I want to make all of it green. So I start with a little green box at the corner and I drag it down to cover the entire thing. If I drag it down to cover the entire thing, Photoshop just goes, okay, this is green now. But now if I'm adding stuff and putting pictures and editing pictures on top of this green thing, sometimes it needs a moment to render. Sometimes it can glitch out if there's too much in there. In the case of space in the universe, you look at it as like the expanding of the space just being a green box just being pulled out. It's not enough information to glitch the system. And no new in- information is putting, being put into that green box. It's just expanding out. Everything no, but new is information there. is being put in. The space. The space is information. Right, but just how the green box wasn't enough information to glitch out Photoshop just constantly adding well, spaces and enough information reality to glitch isn't out a reality either so well it is math though and that's how computers run is off of algorithms and stuff to make the programs and software work so i mean it still works in kind of the same way i just don't think it's an, on an astronomical scale scale again it's not enough information to be added at once to make it glitch out as you say because all the information that's going to be in the universe is already here wow Mm-hmm. Wow. And remember, we have black holes that delete information, too. Well, they don't delete it. They just make it unaccessible ever again. Yeah. As for, if physics would break down if information was truly deleted. Well, physics breaks down in black holes. I know. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> well, if black holes truly were deleting information, uh-huh. taking it out of this space-time continuum, out of our mm-hmm. reality then there would have to be a system that is creating information at the same time. Right. Otherwise, our existence would be finite. Well, our exi- there are those who believe our existence is finite, as far as we yeah, know There's no evidence currently. to that. The evidence so well, far no, proves that it's getting course. larger, not smaller. Right. Well, of co- well, we know the space is getting larger, not the information that's being added into the space. Everything that we know that... So, for ex- oh. so we know that... Trillions and trillions and trillions of years from now, like everything's moving away from everything. So everything's going to be is not going to be non-existent. It's just going to be so far away from us that we're not even going to be able to observe it anymore. It's still going to be in space. The universe is still going to hold the amount of information it already has in there. Right. It's just going to be too far to it to access. Oh, wow. Mm hmm. 
And then at that point, well, you know, as far as we know, the universe just forever expands and now at a faster rate than we could ever have thought. Wow. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just compressing all this information (laughs) into my brain right now. So here's one for you that I just thought of. So they say that gravity, right, Mm -hmm. is the way to picture it would be like to have a carpet and then if you took like a bowling ball and put it on the carpet, it would make like a dent yeah. in the carpet, right? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like what's going on, yeah. except it's not a flat plane carpet. It's a carpet that goes out in every direction all at once. Right. Because there's no up and down in space. Right. Okay. So as the universe, as reality is expanding mm-hmm. faster and faster, which we can pretty much prove that it's doing. Right. Okay. That means you're making the carpet bigger yes it's more and more carpet to deal with Mm -hmm. so here on earth (laughs) if you have a bowling ball on a carpet and it's making an indent and then you make the carpet bigger Mm -hmm. it makes a larger indent Mm -hmm. right it the bowling ball sags more because now you have more surface area it's pulling but the bowling ball weighs the same right okay so does do you think that happens to space do you think that gravity is affected as reality gets larger i think that's what you see in black holes so i so remember we were talking a little bit the last time about black how black holes do that you know seeping down to an infinite level yeah they're like drains well i think the reason why they steep down to an infinite level is because it's constantly pulling and it can constantly keep pulling because the universe keeps expanding so if you had a sheet oh. and you put a bowling ball in there and you didn't make the sheet any bigger, well, eventually the bowling ball is going to take the sheet with it. If you make the bowling but ball if, heavier and you don't give it more sheet, it's going to rip through the sheet eventually. Exactly. But if you, but if sheet keeps, if you have this like you know metaphysical sheet that can just keep adding on space and this to bowling itself, ball is sucking the it's sheet just going in, to keep sucking it's going to down keep and down and down. The bowling and down ball will get down. bigger and bigger and bigger and keep going further and down. And that's why black holes. But exist. it never rips through. It never rips through. Because you're adding more sheet to it. And I would argue that the second... If Dude, we the should be universe... astrophysicists. Holy shit. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Fuck the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, dude. So that... Wow. So... Th- I would argue that if there was ever a point where the universe did stop expanding, then the black holes would rip it. Or the black holes would be the force that have it start to contract back on itself true because if if we think of them as not ripping through but eating the sheet Uh like they're actually eating the sheet right right so if the sheet's getting bigger it's fine Uh then you keep the same amount and you're eating it and you're expanding it right Mm -hmm. but if you stop expanding and you keep eating the sheet from the middle right now that you're going to start to pull back in on itself yep until eventually there's all no sheet left. The last little again. piece goes in, and, and then your theory is that it all explodes back out into a sheet and again. That's the Big Bang. Yeah, and just constantly working it out. And that's also I can picture it in my head now. And that's also the principle <laughs> of a fourth dimensional sphere. Is some is a donut? It's something that's constantly collapsing in. It on looks itself. like the infinity sign. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very interesting. We should be astrophysicists. At least philosophers. At least philosophers. Watch, that's what's going to happen. Four years down the line, we're going to be dressing all in wind linens and... (laughs) Don't tell them about the wind linens yet, Adam. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. That's for later, guys. Dude, that um, is some crazy shit, though. And really, at least the way we were able to explain it, we probably didn't explain it very well. Probably But it was simple enough that, like, I think even a kid can understand that. Well, that's simple enough that I think... A system could work that way. Well, that's definitely how it's been explained in the past, you know, and we've seen this with, um, I, I've seen different, like, astronomy teachers and stuff use the same kind of thing where they'll, you know, they'll take a giant, you know, a sheet much bigger than, like, what we're, like, imagining. Right. You know, and they'll do that. They'll put, like, a cue ball at the very middle of it, and then they'll take marbles, and you'll see the marbles start to, like, slowly go around. Right, it, you right. Know? And that's when they're trying to show, like, oh, it's tugging. So, well, all we know is that black holes are also <laughs> tugging. They're just tugging so fucking fast and hard that everything gets sucked up into it. Well, like I said, his sheet would break at one point, but not if the sheet just kept growing. The black hole's always going to have something to pull on. 
But especially if the sheet is growing faster and faster every day. Exactly. It would almost have to. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not an accident. It's like it's doing that for a reason. And that's why I would want. I want to look in more. And I've been. I've been like racking my brain over this past few days because when I watched that video, that was like hey, thirty minutes of like what the future of the universe is going to be like. Yeah, that video really affected you. We talked did. about it a lot. Oh god, I just it found really out hit your so psyche, new dude. information about it. <laughs> but like one of the things they said in there was they said eventually the black holes will basically dissipate and fizzle out but based off of now again i have a very 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 basic knowledge into anything astrophysics wise right but like but based off of like what we're talking about if you have something that's constantly tugging and tugging with the expansion of the universe i i don't understand how that just fizzles out how it's just like all right we're done here you go well, it would have to be after a point where all the matter is gone, when all the matter has been sucked up. Mm-hmm. Because as long as you're adding matter to the black hole, uh-huh. you're giving it more energy. Right. But black holes also do these things like burps, where they right. burp out energy when they uh-huh. have too much. So if you have the black hole expelling energy over time uh-huh. and not taking any more in then that system would diminish itself after a while into mm. nothing. And event all it has to do is slow down enough to not be a black hole anymore. Right. And then the entire system breaks down into separate parts. But if you have something that's like tugging on like, you know, the fabric of the universe, is it is it just like it just comes back up slowly and that tug just gets less and less and less and less until that I would part imagine is... so, yeah. Because it's not actually a drain. <laughs> That we know. Our theory is that there is a little tiny grain of sand in the middle. Mm -hmm. And that tiny grain of sand literally weighs as much as entire galaxies weigh if you put all the planets together. And all of those, that weight that you couldn't even fathom is in the size of one grain of sand. Right. So it's like a a (sighs) sand-sized galaxy floating around. And that has so much gravity in one mm-hmm. spot that it pulls even light in. Right. But it doesn't, as far as our theories go that I've always heard, mm-hmm. we don't think that it actually drains away into something. Like there is a middle of a black hole. Right. In theory. Yeah. So concept being, if you could slow that down enough, you stop feeding things into it, it's burping out energy, radiation, whatever over the course of trillions or however many years, it slows down enough that all it has to do is go one little teeny tiny millimeter less than the speed of light, and all the light would escape it. Mm -hmm. And then once that escapes it, you've let out more energy. So now the system goes even slower. And, I mean, you're never going to take the mass away from it, so you're never going to get rid of that much gravity. But if you could slow the system down, you could at least get rid of the light, which would give up a lot of energy. That's true. I could see it. I don't know. It would be really hard, obviously, to give an answer without going into a black hole yeah, and figuring I mean, it out. I mean, like I said, this was <clears> – <throat> that's why this is something I definitely have been like recently been like, okay, I have to like look into this of how the fuck this happens because cause if that's true and at one point they you know dissipate, well – my theory and any physicist theory out there about the you know us living in a black hole essentially is you know null and void at that point, you know because if the black holes just dissipate, well then well it would just mean that existence is finite, yeah not just life but existence reality, mm-hmm. everything that we know and have ever known and will know is finite it doesn't go on forever right whereas. I think that the systems we try to come up with in general, Mm -hmm. we like to try to have a system where we totally accept that will be gone and maybe planets will be gone and even light will be gone. Everything will be fucking gone, but there's still an existence going on. Well, I I think it's just, it just comes from our inability to even be able to, you know, fathom what not existing is what would be the point of even making a system and figuring it out if it leads to non-existence in the end that would not even personal non-existence but reality non-existence right well i mean i guess that's the age-old question that scientists are trying to figure out is just does it it does it add you know or does it repeat or you know 
Whatever. Um, so be. I almost said mathematically everything ends, but mm-hmm. that's totally wrong mm-hmm. because there is a mathematical infinity. Yeah. Where that's a thing. There's a few actually. There's a real thing. There's imaginary <laughs> numbers. There's negative mm-hmm. numbers. There's pi. <laughs> everything you can think of. Yeah. So <clears throat> mathematically, there's no reason why existence couldn't go on forever. And I think that's why. Th- almost the general consensus is that existence has to go on forever is because of those examples that we have, you know, now we, we do have simple math equations where they're obviously finite, you know, there's a single question, oh, a sure. single answer, but we also have, you know, the more complex math questions, you know, or in math equations like pi or uh, there's, an, there's another one that ends in like all, like it's like three, 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 three. But, uh, but like you know, pi is one of those like it's never ending. There's a computer I think it's like in Florida or something that constantly like every ten minutes it pumps out the new number in the pi sequence. Oh yeah, and uh, and like and as you said, we know that that's never ending. You know, but uh, and I would I would argue that the universe and existence in general is a is a one giant big math equation algorithm that we can't even you know fathom you know that has both you know physical and metaphysical properties to it and i i, I can't see that, that just being finite math is at least a force in nature it has to be oh for sure it's definitely a way to explain it there's no reason why our same mathematics that work here on earth wouldn't work on space i mean on Mars, two plus two is still four. Yeah. There's nothing that changes the reality of two things plus two things is now four things. Right. Now, I'm sure that there is, um, how would you say it? Like philosophies, like theoretical ways to think that you could show. Right. Because I've watched videos on Vsauce and stuff of you can literally make $1, $2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not the concept that you're thinking. You don't have $2 bills. No. But writing it on paper you are completely correct saying that now you have $2. But I think those are the metaphysical concepts that are beyond our understanding right now that just as you said, I watched an interesting movie at one point also that was, and I'm going to completely botch this quote, but it was basically, it was called Lucy with Scarlett Johansson. It was Uh basically, she took a, she took this pill that was like constantly making her unlock different parts of her brain until she basically was, reached. Was it acid? <laughs> it looked like acid in some of the scenes. Well, but... the name of the movie is Lucy. I just wonder. I know. There, well, there's definitely like hints at that. Okay. But, but anyways, <laughs> cool. but, but she she basically gets to a point where she can like bend time and space around her. Right. Okay. And she literally, she made some comment once that again, probably something on paper would, you know, makes sense but anywhere in phys- you know physical reality you're like okay whatever you know but she was talking about like two plus two equals four right and she was saying like but in reality two plus two doesn't equal four that's just what you guys are using to represent something that you guys don't currently understand like that's that's your simple way of explaining something beyond your understanding right now and, and that's a cool story for a, a movie it's a that's cool, very interesting it's a cool quote but but as far as human beings have ever known and mm-hmm. have shown and all the projected showings of the future right two two things and you add two more things you have four things no matter where in existence you try to do that right I mean, in theory, even inside of a fucking black hole, two mm-hmm. things and two things are four things. Right. It's just well, a mathematical constant. But it's 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 one of those. But if you take that kind of concept and you put it on a more broader scale of a lot of the things we have, I mean, dark energy and dark matter are probably the perfect examples of that, right? You know, Neil deGrasse Tyson has even said many times, he goes, dark energy and dark matter is just what we call them because we don't know what the fuck they are. Yeah, he's like, literally, <laughs> we don't we don't know what the dark is. There, we don't know what the energy or the matter is. Those yes. are just words we use to, describe to talk something about something we, don't, we know. don't know anything about. Right. Yeah. So all this movie was suggesting is, well, if we do that on a larger scale... Who's to say we don't do that on a lower scale, you know, on a smaller scale also, but nobody's, you know, wanting to come out of, you know, think out of the box in those particular, you know, ways. True. I think there are some constants in, in existence though. There'd have to be. In reality, there's some constants. I think there's math, Mm -hmm. which is a constant. 
it's almost like the language of existence. Mm -hmm. It's how all living things could communicate with each other if they needed to. You right. can always relate to anything with math. I think that there, time is a constant, mm -hmm. but not relative time, not your time. But I think there's, a, there's actually a word for it that's escaping me. But there's the concept of time for everything. There right. is a flow of time. Yes. Um, atrophy, something like that. I don't know. The arrow of time, though, that mm -hmm. exists and that is a force that, in my opinion, I don't think you can fuck with. That's mm -hmm. a constant. So, you know, math and time, things like that, I think those are things that work anywhere, no matter what you're doing. Right. Because there has to be certain building blocks that the universe is using to create itself, there right? There does. There well, has to be, like, one something. Of, one of the biggest, I, I think... The agree and the agreeance is that the two big building blocks that we know of, and there might be more, but the two that I know that I'm pretty constant are just as you mentioned, one of them, time, and the other one's gravity. You know, time and gravity. Time and gravity, because everything in our universe, the only reason why it behaves the way it does is because of those two things. And we even call our existence space time. Yeah. Which is essentially space, gravity is essentially right. what we're trying to say there, mm -hmm. and time. Yeah. But the arrow of time, not because there's two different kinds of times going on. There's your relative time, there's mm -hmm. how you experience time, mm -hmm. and where you go in the universe can totally change and affect how you experience time. Yes. That is very possible. Mm -hmm. But nothing affects the arrow of time. No, time is always constant it's always moving forward even gravity that can bend space time time you can bend it to make a wave whatever you want but it's still going to go forward it's still going to go forward yeah there is there is a truth there that's mm -hmm. just something that existence does mm -hmm. interesting very interesting and on that note Oh, no. Is that it for today? I think that might be it for today. Oh, that was a good one, man. That was good. I had my mind blown a couple times. Yeah. I probably said some really stupid shit that didn't make any sense. Oh, uh, well, one thing if people don't already understand about this podcast is we talk about a lot of shit we don't know anything about, but we do like talking about it. <laughs> man, that was really interesting for me. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I did, too. I hope you um, enjoy all of our space talks because we do have quite a few of them man, on this podcast. Man, we love to talk about space. We do, man. It's well, we're always... Cool. There's always new information coming out, like today, you know, it just, it always opens the door for new shit. And especially with El what Elon Musk and other space programs are doing right now to try to get to Mars and shit, just like the election. I think we're going to be talking about it more and more in the future, just because of what's going on in the world. Neil deGrasse Tyson, 2020. 20. Oh, I would. Tyson for president. I would love Tyson for I'd president. I'd vote for him. I'd if you're listening to this, run. Run. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys thank you so much for listening today remember you can add us on all the social media platforms remember we do have a patreon that's www.patreon.com forward slash hardly millennial and any final thoughts matthew see you guys next time <laughs> uh, bye bye, -bye.